Stand by for pre-show banter. Alars. Ah, there you go. Alars. Hello. Hello. Ah, there you go. Here I go. How are you? Again. On my own. Ah. What up there, chin man? Hey, hey. Hey, the chin is here, and he's got his guitar. Ready to start. Start the motherfucking show, bitch. Welcome to episode 451 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 451, and we're back to the normal thing. It's no, no more interesting, exciting milestone shows. Just the regular show. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. Hello, I'm Jenny. Hello. And he's going to the chapel. That's a shame. That's the exact... Same song as my first dance, so oh, nice. you've spoiled it. Are you going to use the club mix? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this... weird to think. Weird to think, by the way, the next time the three of us get together for a show, you will be a married mum. Next We're time all gonna be married I appear people. on the show, Unless I something goes married. horribly wrong in my home or Stu's home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm going to mm-hmm. see the dirty deed on Thursday. You are. Can't uh, wait. Congratulations. Yeah, by the way, Have fun. By the way, my wife, my wife, has uh, has got a question about the wedding. Oh, so we'll get that we'll get that out of the way first off because that's interesting to listeners. Um, but yeah, what she wants to know is right. Obviously, on the invite it says one thirty, but is that when we have to get there or when you're getting married? When we're getting married. Yeah. So what time do we need to get there for? Two hours early. About an hour before, I would say. All right, about 12.30, 12 o'clock, 12.30, is what you're that's saying. That's when I'm getting there, yeah. 
Right. Okay. Just so we so we're clear, because Kay's like, I don't know. It doesn't say whether it's the time to get married or when you need to get there for. So like, I don't know. What does it I'll, say on the invite? Does it not? Is it not clear? I don't. Apparently not. I don't know. People are going to be turning up at one thirty. I think. I don't know. As if I've got not got enough to worry about, Stuart. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, so, how are you feeling, by the way? Are you nervous? Are you excited? How's it going? I'm very excited. I finished work on Friday, um, and uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it now. Uh, you know, in in a week's time, uh, I'll be married, and I'll be a, probably in America by now. <laughs> America. Uh, oh, is that when you go? So when do you actually? When do you go on the honeymoon? Second of September. Wow. So not not so long after the wedding. No, no. So I'll get married on the Thursday and then off uh, on the Sunday, and then it's my birthday on the Monday, uh, and that will be the day that I meet Greg from the Army. Wow. Double whammy. I know. It's always triple whammy. It's my honeymoon. It's my birthday, oh, and I meet Greg. God, how exciting is this so, going to be? I'm excited. Um, so let me yeah. ask you this question. Let me ask you: Are you more excited for the wedding or meeting Greg? Um. Well. Oh, I mean, the fact he hesitated. If I were Tara, I'd be kicking your ass right Greg's now. Greg's just a beautiful man, isn't he? Like, I can't, <laughs> yeah, who would you know, be excited about meeting Greg? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've oh. been. I, I. One thing that I've. I sent uh, Eric my, a picture of my weight loss. Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to see this, Stu. So I've been losing, I've been losing weight, and um, today is my last day of my diet, right? Right. So, so I took a picture today and compared it to the first day, uh, and it's on the screen now. Wow, that isn't it's your face, man. Wowzers. Yeah, my face is completely different. Um, you look shorter as well. Is that right? <laughs> Have you lost height as well as weight? <laughs> I think that just. Happened? I think that might be just where I'm standing in the room. <laughs> Your skin is more luminescent. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got a tan as well. Have you had a spray tan? What is yeah. going on? Well, it has been the summer since the start of that diet. You so. look like you've been tangoed. Um, apart from the colour correction issues. Uh, <laughs> I'm so. so it's in kilograms, but uh, in stone, um, it's 14 stone I was started on. Yeah. And then I went down to i think it's 12 uh and a half wow that's now. pretty impressive so it's a stone and a half which doesn't sound a lot but when you when you when you're my height uh i discovered that it seems to be my face that that changes a lot obviously do you know, do you know what i think it is though all right and, and obviously you can definitely see you've lost weight but i think there's a bit of optical illusion going on because your hair is bigger makes your face look thinner <laughs> well i can't do much about that uh <laughs> I think the bigger her helps. <laughs> I don't think it makes much of a difference. <laughs> Congratulations on losing the weight. Yeah, everybody well done, just make sure it. everybody you do sure something else. Every... You takes it away. Have you noticed this? You do I, know, well, I, I can't say anything about weight. Can I? Everybody still, just so, make you know. sure you're focused on being healthy and not on your body ego. Exactly. No, I'm doing, doing the opposite of what Dick just said. I'm yeah. focused on image alone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you always are on your wedding day. You want to look your best, don't you? You want to look dapper. I'm pretty proud of, of the weight loss, and uh, and so that's one thing that's going well. Today, Tara and I packed everything into boxes and bags, so we're pretty much uh, there, almost. Um, 
just little things now just little little things i've got to do i've got a, a whole list next to me um yeah i've got to sort out some groomsmen stuff uh i've got a pack i've yeah, got a yeah. wedding venue uh, <laughs> got to get some new clothes no i've, I've paid for the wedding venue and all that stuff. Oh, that's all done you've got one then oh, that's yeah. good yeah i've got to pay i've paid i've paid for the food paid for the venue there's not much else that can go wrong, really, is it? If you've got the food in the venue, then you're okay. See, we, obviously, we've no idea what the food's going to be, but Millie's been trying to guess. Okay. Because because she thinks, right? And I, obviously, I've explained that you're a bit fussy. <laughs> so, so she thinks it's going to be quite simple. That's, that's her guess. And potentially, she's hoping, and I know this ain't going to be the case, but fish and chips is what she's after. I'm like, that's probably not happening. That, so, that on on the evening that is happening. Um, I won't tell her. I won't tell her because on the evening, uh, fish and chips is happening. Nice. You see, she'll be she'll be very very happy. Uh, but not in the day. Not no, no. Day. I said that. I said that. But she guessed right, which is pretty good. <laughs> which yeah. is pretty impressive that she actually guessed one of the meals. So yeah. No, don't tell me. I like surprises. So I don't want to. I don't want. Don't worry. Know. I can't remember. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then Kay was Kay was a bit worried today because they've both like bought summer dresses, expecting yes. it to be hot. And at the moment, it's looking okay. And I'm like, no, so, no. Yeah, the, I've been checking that my dad, bless him, has been uh, giving me daily updates of the weather on the 30th of um, of August. You know, he's been going. It's looking dodgy. This, you know. Oh, Benny, I can just imagine and, that. And then he's going, hey. Mike, I've checked the weather. It looks all right this week. I'm like, but Dad, you know, weather, you know, chaos theory and all this, you can't, you can't predict it, Dad. And he's like, no, no, they've, you know, they've got all sorts of things now. I was like, well, on average, Dad, it's ten days. Ten days is what they can predict. But at the moment, even then, it could change on it on the day. So um, at the moment, it's you know, 15, 16 degrees Celsius. Uh, sunny, which is sunny and cloudy, dude, which is 61 degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. roughly, um, and it's cloudy and sunny. So you know what? If there's no rain and that's the weather, I can live with that. Yeah, if it would have been today, that would have been a downer because today has been today shit. It's, in fact, it's so cold. We put the heating on for the first yeah, time. Yeah, sorry, sorry, almost put the heating on. Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm getting married. Uh, yep. It's all happening. I won't that's be on the show for. Another three weeks, and then when I'm three back, weeks. Yeah, we haven't right. even sorted out cover, but we need to sort that out. When I'm back, it's EGX. It is. How weird is that? The first show you'll be on again will be EGX. Dude. So, and then Duke won't be on. How funny is that? Yeah. So Duke. Wait, why get, am I uh, not going to be on? Yeah, you'll get you'll get a break, but um, I'm guessing. Wait, why am I not going to be on? Because we we cover EGX, and then you get a week off. You you don't come to EGX. Oh oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was thinking. Never mind. Okay, yeah. Duh. Um. <laughs> So I'm guessing, Stu, you're still going on the Friday. I am. And then yes. I'm going to join you on the Friday night. You are. Uh, and then um, I, I might give you, because you're stopping at mine Thursday, aren't you? I am. All right. So is. I'm going to give you the the um, hand recorder so you can okay. do some podcast oh, yeah, recording. I can do all that stuff, yeah. I can do all and, that. And to be that's honest, fine. I think I'm going to give you that all weekend, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine by me. You seem to you seem to enjoy it last year, so I'm going to give did. you that. I like doing that. Oh, so yeah. This this year's EGX coverage will be completely into Stu's responsibility. It'll be randomers. 
uh well try and keep it to the group as well Stuart. oh yeah no we'll do that i'll do that also but obviously i, I like just like talking to random people well you do whatever you want and then well, i'll just focus on the the video so yeah, yeah and, and i'll be there saturday and sunday so uh, a few people in the chat martin says topless veteran gamers yeah boy so he like yeah. the, the picture of me you know, top good. Adamsk, as we all know, EGX, he's shouted EGX. Yeah. Corzan said, I will be at EGX on Saturday. So we're going to make sure that Corzan seeks us out and gets on the show. Yeah, the more the merrier. I mean, obviously, if you're going and you've never said it, like, come and say hello, just come and do it because we have a lot of fun. We just get together as a group and we wander around and we play shit games in res. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of what we do. It's a lot of fun. That's what we do, yeah. Um, but the problem is if you do seek us out then you it's very likely that you won't play many games because no because we we don't we tend to well we do but we tend to just sort of chatter don't we and so yeah which we could still. do in a queue for a game but we, we never could. Do. we tend to not do for some reason this mentality of like if we're standing in a queue everybody's like bored but then we just stand around for ages <laughs> it makes no sense yeah it doesn't so yeah, EGX is uh, is soon coming upon us, so it's an exciting, quite exciting. I know. Thing. Like wow. I'm, I'm trying not to get the post wedding blues, right? So, I've, I said to Tara, you've got to give yourself things to look forward to when we come back. So for me personally, it's going to be EGX, right? Yeah. Then it's going to be Red Dead Redemption Two. I know that's not far off, right, is it? Then it's going to be Extra Life, another thing I'm going to look forward to. Um. And then it's going to be a few birthdays in November and then Christmas. So I'm just making sure that there's things going on that, you know, because all this hype, all this nonsense about, oh, which table's this and that. And then you get a little excited for the wedding and it'll come and it'll go. And then you're like, oh, is that it? Did you so, really just said hella? Or did I mishear you? I didn't say hella. He's no. getting ready for it's California. Like, is that like you get really hella excited? Yeah. Yeah. Hella excited. Hella. 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 Like you said. You wow, know how we God, do Playing Life is Strange this week. What is going on? No. So, but what I'm saying is, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to line things up for when I come back. So, uh, yeah, got a few things to look forward to when I come back as well, which is... Uh, yeah, which there's is always good. stuff going I must admit, I've had a year of stuff going on. And, you know, obviously the pinnacle of that was meeting Duke. So yeah. that's been, it's been a bit of a year. Yeah. I've, had a, I've had a cracking year. And I have got another story, by the way. Oh, Bowsers. snap. Strap in, people. There's another story coming. My favorite coming. time. It's story time. Sorry, sorry, time. I have met a listener of the show this week. What? Wow. Another one. Another one. Another what, one. The other one. <laughs> the no. one of two. <laughs> the other listener. And uh, the this other listener uh, has been on the show. Oh, okay. We have never met this person. Oh, really? And he or she lives quite far away. Oh. Um. This person sometimes is a regular on the show. How about that? So who is it? Well, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, a regular on the show. A regular on the show. Right. He or she has been on this show multiple times. Okay. Where have you been this week? <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you that because you'll get it. Uh, Pete, your brother. No, I'm going to put a far out guess, sir, because you've said he or she. And we've we've very rarely had any she's on this show as like regularly. The only she I know that we have regularly on the show is Melissa Hutchinson as a sort of soundbite. Is it Melissa Hutchinson? She doesn't listen to the show. 
This is not Melissa. Uh, I thought you'd been some comic con that we didn't he know about. He just said he or she to throw you off. I know, right. that's what it is. Um, I'll give you a clue, it's a he. Okay. <laughs> You're thinking See, too much. Throwing you're us. Thinking you're throwing too us. Much. I know, yeah. Um, okay, a he. Um, Amras. Amras. Amar. No, Amar. What am I talking about? Amar. Amar. There you go. Amar Parmes. I have met Amar this week. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So you did go to Glasgow. I did go to Glasgow. Oh, God, yeah, you said you were in Scotland, didn't you? I saw the thing in Scotland. That's right. So I, I messaged Arma and I said, Arma, I'm coming to Glasgow. And he was like, hey, let's meet up for a for a meal. I was like, all right. And uh, and then he picked me up from my hotel. And um, then uh, we t- he took me to Nando's. And paid for the meal. He wouldn't let me pay because he's such a nice guy. Um, and Sucker. he was just talking. He gave me a tour around Glasgow. And what, he the, told me, what, the good city in Scotland? Not like that shit Edinburgh or that Duke What's, one. what's the best thing you saw in Glasgow on the tour? Um, well, he didn't. It, it was night time. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't but, see uh, anything. Here's where all the drug users are. Look at that. Look, he, showed me where, um, he showed me where there was a really cool bridge, and they've used this bridge for lots of filming. Um, yeah. He showed me where the Fast and Furious has been filmed, Ooh, where World War Z has right. been filmed. Uh, you know, because like apparently the the roads, Manhattan copied Glasgow for the like road planning or some shit like that. Well, um, it was once New Amsterdam. But anyway, uh, it's old New York was once New Amsterdam. Sure, what Duke said. So <laughs> I met uh, I met Armar, and um, yeah, he was he was a lovely guy, and he was so nice and polite. And we talked about all things, retro games, current games, um, life, family, wedding, religion. We talked about loads of stuff. Cool. And wow. uh, and he was just a, such a nice guy. And it was just his birthday, and, wasn't it? Sorry? Yes, yeah, it, was it was his birthday, birthday the day before, yeah. yeah and, and, and also Eid, yeah. so it's been a busy time for him. But, yeah, but that's right, yeah. And like I think that was the day before that. So, yeah, yeah just, just lots of things uh going on and I, I was so blown away how just you know nice he is and, and he wouldn't let me pay and he said no i'm you know you're my guest and all this sort of stuff and uh and i said to him well because he's coming to egx this year oh yeah he said yeah that'd be cool because i'd like to meet Tama. and yeah but he doesn't want to meet you and he yeah. said <laughs> and i said well Whatever. if you're coming to egx this year then you'll be my guest yeah so then yeah. i'll buy you something when you're at egx so he said, okay, fair enough. But I met Armar, and I want to shout out for how lovely he was. And again, I said this to him, and I'll say it on the show. Doing this show is probably one of the best things I've ever done. Oh, that's you so mean, You mean this particular episode? This episode. <laughs> yeah, this, episode. Yeah, this one episode of this show. Meeting but Toro like, was great, know, but this episode. I was, just think, I was thinking about like the year that we've had, right? And I've had lots of good things happen to me this year. And the wedding, obviously, being up there and, and honeymoon and all this sort of stuff coming up. But, you know, every time we go and meet up, but we've had the arcade club, we've got EGX coming, we've got the Duke meet up, meeting Armour, and it's I just think... It's been a good year. I feel... It's, it's just a good year, and yeah. I just feel like... Like man, a tire. It's a, yeah. And, and, I, just, and I, just, I always feel like there's so many people I wouldn't know now, and so many things I wouldn't have done had it not been for the show, and that's just a funny thing to think about, isn't it? 
it is yeah you know and and you can say that with with my business as well like i could have easily not done it and when you think about the some of the stuff that you that you could have easily just gone no nah, i won't do that but then you decide to do it and look at what comes out of it you know yeah um, you guys. the show is one of the show is one of them um i don't want to say too many nice things because it gets a little bit homosexual so you're both <laughs> a bunch of twats Bro, and, uh, yeah and let's Bro, just man. if there's no other story shall we just we got one more thing we got to talk about before we get into what we've been playing uh we got a quick email uh we're not gonna play the whole email oh. song but that's enough of it um yeah uh real nice guy uh who is it Da-da-da-da. yeah that would have been a good start red van man yeah. And basically, he called me out on the live show uh, last week. I guess we cut it out of the um, recorded yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go out on the recorded Yeah, one. whatever. The Duchess had used the word spaz to describe the way she was um, uh, playing Overcooked. And uh, this guy, Red Dan Van Man, uh, wrote in saying, Hey, look, you know, my I'm not going to read the whole thing unless I should. Do you think I should? No, I don't think yeah. you should. Anyway, his daughter, uh, there was some problem when the doctor made a mistake when his daughter was born and she was born with cerebral palsy. And basically he said, anytime I hear somebody saying this word, I want to kick the shit out of them and I don't blame him. And, and I totally appreciate him writing in and, uh, you know, he, I, I, it's, it's, as I said, in my response to him over email, it, I can imagine it's like, um, when someone in the United States uses the word retard, which is really not okay. It's really messed up. And I have a friend, one of my best friends from high school, her brother has Down syndrome. And, you know, that word has always been um, really distasteful and atrocious to me. And so, you know, I think y'all mentioned that, that the, uh, you know, the, this word uh, spastic or spaz functions in the same way in the UK. And I may have been glib about it or whatever, but, you know, I appreciate him sharing his story because it is through sharing of our stories that we... Um, come to a new understanding of how powerful language can be. And we've seen that in the past where Stu was talking about some issues that his mom faced. Um, Chinny has mentioned that his mom is your mom's hard of hearing. Is that right, Chinny? Uh, and black. No, right. she's not really. So she's there you just, go. She's just, she's just dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, and I, you know, like I said, one of my best friends uh, from high school, uh, her brother has Down syndrome. So, you know, it's it, we've all got some connection to one of these stories that makes language significant. And it's so easy for us to be like, well, everyone's too sensitive and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say. But that's a stupid way to think. That's a childish way to think about it. So, uh, again, I really appreciate you writing in, Red Van Man. And, uh, yeah, I will be uh, more enlightened with my language in the future. There you go. Right, I think there's enough said about that. And okay. That's, uh, you ready for story yeah. time? Oh, no, we did the story time. Yeah. I guess we're ready for this. What you been playing? Now you'd think, right? I've been on holiday all week, so I'd have had loads of games. I've had lots of players there, but I didn't play anything because I was too too busy fucking polishing my deck. No, I wasn't. (laughs) No, that isn't the problem. No, no, no. The problem is Millie has taken over the living room as a bedroom. Because you're the father, why don't you put your foot down and say no? I need this for playing games. I need to play games, man. So I haven't. I have played some PC stuff. And are you decorating a room or something? We are. So unfortunately, there's no bed up there. We've had a plasterer in. We've got to paint stuff. Hasn't she left school? Yes. Oh yeah. Do do the correct thing. Out. Throw 
her ass. Yeah, out. really. <laughs> oh yeah. What are you I teaching her? You can that. freeload off your parents forever. I know she's trying to get a job at the moment, to be fair, but she's in the vicious circle at the moment because she's never had a job and people are like, oh, we want experience and you've not got any. She has cooking uh, experience. I've seen her cook. I know. I know. I told them that. Yeah, she can cook. Uh, but yeah, she's struggling at the moment, but she's got her results from school now. So that's that's better on her CV and stuff. At least Uh-oh. she's got some qualifications on there. And what were the results? She filed. Uh, she got, okay, here we go, if I can remember, she got three sevens, four sixes, mm. one five and a four. Jenny, is that good? I have no oh, idea what those eight. numbers mean. Sorry, in an eight. The higher well. than, that goes up to nine. Oh, okay, it does. well, that's pretty good. So she got an eight, so a seven is the equivalent of an A. So I the see. sevens are, well, an A, and she got an eight, which is an A star, and then the rest were Bs and one C. There's no fucking What's A star. Nine? It's an A plus. And nine's an A star star. One of her friends at school got six nines, I think. Six Damn, nines, two nerd. eights, and a seven. Black why is your, why you is your daughter friends with for, such eggheads? You should I know, beat, yeah. beat that girl up for being a SWAT. That's what you do in my school. Exactly. Exactly. And she's she's that good that she can apply at the local college to do what's called an Oxbridge course. Uh, and she can yeah she can apply to go on that if she wants so there you go she's that brainy she can go to oxford okay nerd Nerd. (laughs) so yeah but yeah she's done very very well she's going to college and all the a levels that she wants to do so yeah but anyway that's besides college uh she's doing four a levels she's doing uh geography history sociology and psychology fuck's she gonna do with that teach uh no she's potentially wants to do something police related so it could be like young offenders or Something like that. She doesn't want to be a police person. She just wants to work with the police or do all something right. that's police related. I gotcha. So, yeah. Well, good luck, so, Millie. Yeah. We're all rooting for you. Especially rooting for you to yeah. get out of your parents' house. Also, I know, yeah. Keep, freaking, Millie. Get out of my frigging lounge and I can play games again. Yeah. You. So, what I did you play on the PC? That everybody's got to pay for their own meals at the wedding. Brilliant. <laughs> and she, she sleeps. She sleeps on the sofa till, like, midday. So it's not even like I can play for a bit in the morning because she's still lying there asleep. I shouldn't sit on her. Good morning. Sit on her, shouldn't I? All she does is look at her phone anyway. I know. That's well, not when she's asleep. Exactly. She's not even doing anything when she's. You just she learns how to look at her phone when she sleeps. That's a good skill. Goddamn nightmare. Employers like that. That being said, I did get to play some games, so I'm going to start off. I'm going to kick this shit off. Good. Do it. Do it. Do it. Step up. Step up, man. I thought, fuck her, right, because she's taken over the lounge. I Jesus. should play a game with her. So I've been playing Unravel 2 again this week with her. Oh, so we've yeah, been playing yeah. some of that. Some of that together. Um, yeah, do you know what? It's good. Yeah, it's Unravel good. 2 is Move a on. good game. <laughs> no, he's got to talk about how good it is. Oh, right. Talk about. Well, I mean, I know we've said all this shit before, but it does look great. It's yes. good. Uh, it plays really, really well. And yeah. when you play it, when you play as two instead of one, you don't have to keep doing that jumping on each other shit. You know, you can't no, do no, that. Jumping. jumping on each other shit. Um, as the game gets further in, the puzzles do get a lot more difficult and timing jumps becomes a lot more necessary. Uh-huh. Because at the beginning of the game, there's a little bit in this. You get these like shadowy monster things that just like crawl around that you have to jump over. Yeah. When you get further into the game, this they get a lot more complex. Like the, you know, like the climbing mechanic where you climb up and down the thing. 
Well, there's some of those where the shadowy things are sort of uh, on like a pattern, and you have to get around them while they're climbing. While you're climbing around, and uh, because you don't climb very fast, you've got to time your movements really accurately. So it is a bit of a. It does get quite difficult. I must admit, more does difficult it, than I thought it would. Yeah. Does it get frustrating? Like, do you find yourself like annoyed no. with it? That's good. No, we've not come across anything frustrating, and the, and it's still kind of cool. I love that. I love the fact that each sort of level has its own distinctive style and. The, the sort of narrative, something to do with these kids that have run away from a home is what I can gather from it. Yeah, that's the sense I got from the demo. Yeah, and the, and that sort of, that narrative carries on. So each stage is what happened to them next, right. you know, where they were getting chased and then you run, work your way or run your way through that level where they were getting chased again and then obviously you catch up with them at the end and see what happens next. Yeah. So I, I kind of like it. I like the little narrative. I don't really know what it means or whether it's going to be any deeper than that. Uh, but it's, it's kind of cool, and like I say, the game itself is they, they they have done what a lot of games should always do, and you know they had the first iteration of this, and then they've really polished it. Yeah, sure. You know, they, this is so much better than the first game in in terms of control and how it looks, how it yeah. plays, and and I love the the little mechanic because like in the first game you had this which Duke mentioned, you had this you had to collect your yarn all the time. Yeah. So if you, run, if you run out of yarn, you've got to figure out where the next bit of yarn is. And, and part of the first game's puzzle was actually getting to the yarn to progress to the next bit. Yep. Which which could be a little bit frustrating, whereas in this, obviously, you're carrying your yarn because it's what you've got between the two of you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I much prefer this. I think it's it's a far better game than the first one. Yeah. Um, and like I say, Millie and I are having fun. She, she's not very good, though, on long gaming sessions, I've got to say. What do you define mm. as long gaming sessions? Well, we we probably played for it was quite a long time, probably an hour, a good hour and a half, maybe two hours. Yeah. But but towards the end, because obviously she can't use a phone or anything in that two hours, because obviously you, you're constantly playing the game. And what I found was when we were getting sort of towards an hour and a half mark, she was starting to get a bit bored and a bit like started getting distracted with her phone and started faffing and that's got to be frustrating was, to have a teenager not paying attention to you and messing around with the phone instead i know and i was like what are you doing and she's like nothing i'm like yeah yeah you're not you're not playing the game why are you not playing the game mm, bored bit bored well that's when you take uh, a break i know that's what we did in the end so okay. we did we did do that but she, but it is kind of funny playing with somebody who's not a massive gamer but will play games you know what i mean she she doesn't play a lot of games i'm gonna you know, bet you anything he's like look we're gonna play this game and if we do then i'll wash the dishes for you tonight and like we're gonna play overcooked and i'll take the trash out for you like damn dad i'm sick of playing these video games shut up pretend yeah. like you're into it when the guys come on skype hey everybody no to be fair she does like she has asked a few times when we're playing overcooked again so she does like that so yeah. that seems to be a good game for her because she likes me and duke i know that's yeah, what exactly. it is it's i think, I think game, she's fascinated by how duke reacts <laughs> so yeah so yeah no she's she enjoys the gaming sessions we need to sort that out obviously at some point which will probably not be for a few weeks now but yeah we need to get back on overcooked too because it is a good game it is a good game. Yes, it but is. as for Unravel 2, I totally recommend it. If you see it in a sale, or even not, because I paid full price for this. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. It's definitely worth it. It's, it's definitely worth a look. And it's a beautiful game. If you like the first one remotely, if you played that, you'll definitely like this one, because it's, it's such a much better game. So it's single or, or co-op. It works equally well. 
So there you go. That's what that's Unravel Two. That's it. That's all I'm saying. It's good. Get it played. Yeah. Play it now. It's good. Uh, who's going next? Who's got something to talk about? Go ahead, Chinny. Last time we met, you were playing Cuphead and you were almost done. So the question now uh-huh. is, did you beat it? Well remembered, Eric. Um, yeah. So what I did was, uh, I thought I'm on the last boss. I've been trying and trying and trying. And I was like, man, I need to bloody finish this thing. So I thought, you know, I'll stream it. And maybe in about an hour or so, I'll I'll, I'll get it done. So I started streaming it. And a few people came in. And then um, I finished it first go. Get out of How long did it take? Well, I'm playing it now on the screen. This is literally the first attempt on, on the stream. On the final um, boss. On the final boss. And uh, I'm in the first stage here. I'm shooting his little spider. Just getting back into it because I hadn't played it for a bit. And I was going to hear Yeah. So I was just like getting back into it, learning the patterns of the boss and just working out how to how to do it again. And then by like the right at the end of it, I was like, oh, I've never got this far. <laughs> and then um, I just did it. I don't know why. I just... It's that thing about having a break, I guess, dude. Yeah. Like you know, the super meat boy mm. sort of mentality of like, I just put it down and I and I came back another day and and all of a sudden, um, I did it. Yeah. So this Bam. is this is this is, is this me the doing final it. bit right now, is it? No, this is just sort of stage two. So what happens with the devil is you you sort of fight him upstairs, and then he gets mad and then he starts to fight you downstairs and he's just a big head. And then you're on four platforms, so he starts sending out these blue axes that swing around that are quite tricky. Once you've done that, then he starts to get really angry, which he's just done now. Two weird hippo fucking gimp things come to the side, shoot skulls, and some gay bats um, some fly gay over, bats. Some fly over the <laughs> How top. How do you know they're gay? Are they just moving in a camp way? Is that what you're saying? It's the backstory. It's in the manual. So then... Um, <laughs> <clears throat> and then, like you know, uh, you, you shoot them, um, and you yeah, sort they of do look it. pretty camp. Those bats, I've got to say. And then, right at the end here, uh, he starts crying, and then you've only got one platform left, and you have to sort of, um, basically, just uh, shoot up to him until and, until he's dead, and that's it. I did it, and Yay. there's me freaking out. I get the achievement, swing you sinner, uh, and defeat the devil, and I got Yay. it. Yay! Good job. There you go, knock so, out. So, so would you done. say this is one of the most satisfying ends to a game? Because I mean, this is really hard. I'd, I'd imagine it's it's no harder than Super Meat Boy. Yeah. To be honest, Duke. Like I haven't played Super Meat Boy, but I played a couple levels, and it's yeah. what I love about these types of games is that you see yourself improve. Right, do you know what I mean? Sure. Like you can see that you've learnt, and you've uh, then you've sort of. You're getting better each time. Well, mm-hmm. like I, you know, when you compare it to something like a real-world skill, like uh, I was talking to to Matt a bit because he played the guitar, right? Yeah. He's learning how to play the guitar, and uh, you, so you, you go from when you start learning something new in the real world, like with me and ice skating and stuff like that, you go from not knowing how to do it to knowing how to do it within about six weeks, right? Yeah. Give or take. So then you can go. I didn't know how to do anything. But now I know how to do it. So it's really obvious how good you get. After that, it gets more and more difficult to see how you improve. Mm. Kind of like the weight loss thing, you know. Yeah. I don't really know how much weight I'm losing until I compare it, right? 
and you know with with guitar or ice skating or anything you don't notice the difference that much when, of when you're getting better and getting better but with these kind of video games you know you you're kind of learning a new thing every every level every right. boss or every meat boy level yeah. so you you see yourself get better and better and better um and you know if you was to sort of record your first attempt at like the first level then you'd realize how bad you were back then yeah. it's, it's the same with like the witcher 3 you know when i when i was watching myself play the witcher 3 you know back at the start i was doing terrible things but uh yeah so it, it is a satisfying game i wouldn't say it's any harder than super meat boy so i wouldn't i wouldn't let you sort of not try it eric i think you'd be into it um i was just curious about where it is on terms of like most satisfying it is a satisfying yeah well it is satisfying because it's um, so hard because it's difficult yeah i suppose it is satisfying i just uh well put it this way i started it a long time ago and i had some desire to to come back to it so that says something in itself um it speaks of the quality of the game and yeah uh, and it was pretty easy to sort of get back into it it didn't take me it took me about 10 minutes to realize okay this is what i do um there's probably one boss that i got stuck on do you know what i mean and, and it was like oh, i can't be asked to do this now yeah um and then i came back about Three months later and did it so there you go cuphead very Hooray. good recommend it and if you haven't finished it and you started it like me go back and play it get it done there you go get her done. it looks pretty cool i must admit it is like you say it's always an achievement when you do finish a very difficult game yeah yeah you know because you feel good you feel good man that you've like you've mastered it you have mastered the game Mm-hmm. That's always cool. Um, yeah, Duke, what have you been playing this So week, I've been playing Minecraft. I've been playing... Um, and Minecraft 1.13 came out. I don't know if people have noticed this. Uh, it's the underwater expansion. There's not much to say about it, but it is a thing that's new. So whatever. Uh, and I've been playing on a server called... What is that server? The Mystic Chicken. And they've got this uh, plug-in called basically Minecraft MMO which means when you go mining, you level up your mining, and then you get a little bit of speed up when you mine at certain points, and, you know, there's some good things about it. Um, I also dipped back into my uh, Skyrim for whatever reason. It was just time to go back in, and, yeah, so that's been fun. A lot of Rocket League, of course. Chinny and I had a game today. Uh, yep. I thought Ooh. we were going to play a few games, and then after one game, nope. like, oh, i got to go. <laughs> I was like, all right, gotta that's go. cool. Got to go stuff. Yep, no worries. Wow, is, is Chini doing the Duke? Because it's normally Duke who's like, gotta go. I know, right? Yeah, what's yeah. going on? We played some yeah. Overcooked last week. I guess we already talked about that, so there's nothing to say about it. Um, but I've been playing more Guild Wars 2. The last time we talked, I think I had started up again, but I had done this thing twice before where I played characters up to level 20 and then for whatever reason lost interest, wandered away, new things came along. But I'm at level 45 now, or maybe like 47, and I'm sticking with it, um, in part because I found this guild, and since it's in the name of the game, I suppose it kind of helps a little bit to be in a guild. But it's mostly just social. Like, they're not really traveling with me, so it's not as though we're doing a lot of stuff together, although I did join them on one thing. But it's that thing of, like, they've been playing the game for a long time. So they were in the middle of some treasure hunt or something 
And they were like, okay, everybody go to this zone. And I was like, oh, I think I opened that at one point. So I found out where they were, and I went to where they were, and they were tracking this creature in the water. And then it came on land, and they are like, okay, everybody attack. And we all attacked. And then they're like, wait, who's Octavia? And that's my character's name. And I was like, that's Uh-oh. me. And they're like, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm new. And they're like, oh, make sure he gets the chest. And I'm like, I don't need the chest. Like, you should get the chest. I'm like, okay, I'll get the chest. Oh, dude, they were being nice to you. They were being very nice. Noob and- right. But they're also I, – I, it makes me worry that, like, I'm holding them back because they're like, okay, should we do a, you know, warp dungeon? Should we do an Asalon, you know, uh, boss fight? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just coming along for the ride. Yeah, but you're like every other noob. You, unless you, get, you know, team up with someone like that, you're never going to know, are you? Well, there's certain things that I've been learning as I go, but – it's whatever. I, I just don't want to hold them back. But they're very nice, and it's been very cool. So Wardens of Destiny, sure shout that, out I'm to them. Sure what up? Tell you. Dude, what's course. this on screen now? Where look, two people are talking to that, each other. Yeah, on that's the thing screen. is right. So sometimes they have dialogue in the world of the game, and sometimes you go to a cutscene, and that's what you're looking at there is a cutscene, because you have story missions that are just okay. for you. And those have dialogue and cutscenes and stuff like that. And the, sure. the story missions are kind of interesting. There was one about this carnival that came to town, and they were like hypnotizing children and then turning them into zombies and stuff. And I was like, that's kind of nifty. And it made you feel good when you saved the kid, because his mom was like, "Where's my kid?" And you're like, "I don't know, lady. Leave me alone." He's a zombie. Yeah, yeah he's walking around aimlessly. What's the matter with you? A lot of the game is exploration. A lot of the game is loot. And those things are fun, obviously. The combat's really good. This is easily has the best combat of any MMO that I've ever played. Now, I've never played World of Warcraft, so I don't know if that might be better. But I really like the combat in this game. It feels kind of like Diablo. Um, there's a lot of different world, you know, areas in the world. The one thing that really pisses me off is... Um, so in every section, there's... Pissing me off. Yes, thank you. In every section, there's... Um, you know, areas to find. There's hero points to unlock, basically by fighting a boss. Um, there are waypoints for you to locate, and then there are vistas for you to reach. And the, basically, it's really high up places, or sometimes they're far down below in the ocean or whatever it is. And sometimes they freaking suck because you can't jump very high in this game. You just can't. There's not, you know, you can jump, but it's not very high. So most of the time, what you're doing, it's kind of like glitching up a mountain in Skyrim. You're just nice. trying to find that spot you can jump to, and then you miss by a fraction of a centimeter, and then you fall down, you know, the whole mountain. You have to start all over again. And you're just like, nah! But there was one where I was on a cliff, and I was looking over at the point I needed to reach, and it was on a pillar. In the middle of this lake, there was no way I was going to reach it. I tried 20 times reaching it by jumping. Nope, not going to happen. And then I thought, okay, well, the pillar feels... I mean, it's it's out of, it's made out of rock, so it looks like it's just sheer, you know, solid face. But maybe there are little spots that I can get a foothold on. So again, I spent like half an hour trying to hop up the side of it, nothing doing. And finally, I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. And I went on the web, and I was like, how do you get out of this Vista point? And they go, oh, there's the dude sitting on the cliff with you. you got to talk to him. He'll give you a little invention that allows you to teleport to it. Nice. I was like, you got to be kidding me. 
you need to make these things intuitive. It needs to be clear what I mean, not yeah, but, necessarily obvious, but I mean, there's there's NPCs all over this game. The idea that you should talk to all of them because you never know who's got a little cheat code for you to hop over to the pillar. I just I I was like, what? Yeah, Come but on. the dude's next to you on the cliff where you're looking to where you go. You might have a chat with him. Maybe yeah, you can't. I don't know. I guess I should have. But to be honest, the game had trained me to think that it's about hopping up stuff. Because that was the first time. <laughs> because you would glee. Probably all of these things you've hopped up, there's probably a, a more yeah. straightforward way to get there. <laughs> right. But that's the thing is I've done like 50 of them up before, until that point. And they literally all of them were hopping up the mountain. You're conditioned by Skyrim, that's why. Well, but the, seriously, that's the way most of the stuff in this game works. Is you're hopping up the side of the mountain. So, whatever. It's not that big a deal, but it's just a little annoying. Because yeah, it's so sad. Again, kind of like Cuphead, it's real satisfying to be able to find the solution on your own and not have to get help from people. So, whatever. It's fine. Guild Wars 2, very good game. I feel bad that I'm playing this and not, like, uh, Shadow of War because... I don't know. It feels like that's a game I ought to be finishing, especially since it takes up so much goddamn room on my hard drive. But uh, I don't know yeah, what to say. To- this hey, game's really got to Talking of which, yes. talking of which, I played the demo for Shadow of War. Aw, snap. That's a good segue right there. Go ahead. Take know, it yeah. away, Stu. Um, yeah, I played the demo for it. Um, it's very slick. It's very slick. Very slick. The combat slick. The I love the bow and arrow slowdown thing. That's kind of cool. Like yeah. bullet time thing. I like that. I like that a lot. It's a, the demo is a bit odd though because it gives you quite a a sort of leveled up character to play with. Mm-hmm. So you've got quite a few of the powers and you can do quite a few interesting things and whatnot. Um, and it kind of doesn't give you any context as to what part of the game you're in. You're just like plonked into this part of the map where your first task is to go and fight one of the sergeants or whatever the hell they are. Yeah. You know, one of the bigger dudes. You have to go and find one of those and then have a fight with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, there's another one that's taken two of them hostage, and you have to sort of decide what you're going to do about him. And it's slick. I've got to say, like you say, slick, very slick. slick. Um, it feels a lot like Assassin's Creed. A lot Blech. like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, but better. I must admit, at one point, I felt like I was playing a reskinned. Assassin's Creed because it just felt so much like it. I hear well, you. I mean, there, was a, there was a lawsuit about about that, wasn't there? Remember really? that? Is that true? Because it does feel like Assassin's Creed. Now there's there's some code or something that I, I I'm not quite sure of the details, but I think either some employee or someone or they borrowed an engine and they they they've used some sort of former um, Ubisoft code developer or, accuses Shadow of Mordor of using code from Assassin's Creed. There it does go. feel just like it. I mean, even the way he crouches on the end of the... You know, like on, like you would at the Eagle. Yeah, you yeah, say there's that, no but doubt then there's only so many ways you can crouch. Yeah. There is, but even just the way it moves it's, and it, I mean, look, it's a third-person exploration game where you're running around stealthy and climbing up stuff. It's It definitely is borrowing a lot from Assassin's Creed. That said, I think in the same way that, you know... Portal borrowed from that other game, and you know Minecraft borrowed from another game. It's just Portal. What the what the hell game did Portal borrow from? We've been through this. And, uh, well, I'll find it. Game that inspired Portal. Um, Narbacular Drop. 
Yeah, they okay. made that as well. Well, okay, fine. So the point is that, and and Rocket League, <laughs> so the people who made Portal made that. That was their first game fine. that they made. The yeah, but is... what I think what 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 Eric's point is like, you know, you, if you play Call of Duty and go, this feels like Medal of Honor. Well, yeah. Like, well, yeah, it does right. because one inspires the other. Right. So does, if, even it if it's just a game that you made. Like with Rocket League, they made that first game that wasn't that great, and then they figured out how to do it much better. I think that's what Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War did with the Assassin's Creed formula, because the combat in this game is so much better than the combat in Assassin's Creed, in my opinion. But I can't argue. I can't argue with the fact it that yeah, feel, a lot of the rest it of it feels is more like Assassin's Creed combat from the earlier games, well, which I, which I thought ones, was so I better know. than what it is in more recent ones. It feels a bit more fluid and that flow from one enemy to another sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which is good. There's not. That's not. A, that's not a negative point. But I do. It's not. It, you know. Uh, sort of graphically, I didn't know about the lawsuit thing, by the way. So I knew nothing about that. Um, so I was just basing it purely on playing the game and just how it felt to play and how the character animation is. So you know, it just instantly felt like Assassin's Creed. Not your fault that you're ignorant. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the fault that I didn't know about it. But mm-hmm. but he's just bragging it's, it about is his interesting intuition. That I, that's the, the first thing I thought, and then it turns out that there was a lawsuit about it because yeah. I can totally see why that happened. Because it really does feel like playing Assassin's Creed. But that's okay. like, like so it feels like not, Assassin's Creed. Anything else that you thought when you were playing it? Uh, I thought it was cool. I like the voice acting was was pretty spot on. You know, a bit the old... Lord of the Ringsy for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. <laughs> I feel like that. a lot of this game is taken right out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the orcs definitely feel like orcs. You know, the way they talk and it the, just the feels stuff. like. I mean, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien out of the Rings type. You know, Lord of the Rings was written. Why are they got to copy it? And then. There was some weird stuff, like, you know, when you do the brain wipe thing and make them one of your followers or whatever? Yep. It didn't explain any of that shit, so it just kept saying, press this to bring up this map with all these different generals on and stuff, and then it was like, this one's one of your followers, click on this person. And yeah, there's this a tutorial did... for that in the actual game, so it takes you more slowly through it when you get to the actual game. Yeah, so that wasn't very clear, and then the orc that was a follower just sort of just... He stood there. He just didn't really do a lot, and I was well, like, oh, "That's a bit rubbish." Were you fighting people? Uh, no, not see, the that's time, the thing. But, they only really thought, come. They only really come to life when you're fighting people, because that's all you I really know, need them when, for. When I ran off, I told him to follow me, so I ran off, and then he didn't follow me, and I'm like, "Well, where is he now?" So that what was bastard. all bit weird. But that might, well, was that just a bit glitchy or something? Mm, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I went and there was, a, like I say, this general had two other generals held hostage on this parapet of this bridge thing. So I shot him, and then obviously all these dudes were like shooting at me. So I did a runner. Uh, and that was all right. It was fun, I guess. And they were running after me, and I fought a few of them. But like you say, the combat is pretty slick. But I don't know. I'm just not, I'm just not sold. And Fair I enough. think I've totally gone off these open worldy type games, to be honest. Yeah. I'm just, I just wasn't feeling it, you know. I can see why people would like this, but I don't know. I mean, I looked at the last Assassin's Creed, and you know, I like Assassin's Creed games, but I was looking at him like, I just can't be bothered. I can't be bothered sitting through hours of that game again. So you're not going to run out and get like Greece it. then? Are you not, are you not yeah. interested in Origins because it's a bit different, or no? Do you know? I'm really not. Weirdly. And, and what's kind of funny, I think in the past I would have regretted or thought, oh, I should have played that Assassin's Creed game, but I didn't feel like that at all for the last one. I didn't feel like, oh, I should have played that by now, or I should pick it up cheap, or any of that stuff. 
You like not, the fresh and new, though, don't you? you like... I do like the fresh and new, and I think I think I am a bit disillusioned with all these third-person open-world action games because they just all feel the same. Yeah, not like those walking simulators. They're all. Different. I know, and I agree with that as well. I can't disagree, but the difference is each. Those you know, have all great of those walk- stories. They do. It's all about the narrative, and you know, if the narrative's strong enough, I can forgive the game mechanics being similar to other games. I guess. See, but that, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, you know, if I, if something's more emotionally engaging, that's just the delivery method to me. You know, that's just the way it's delivered to you, like a book. You know, all books are the same delivery method, but they're all different in themselves because the narrative's different. For me, I mean, for me, I think that video games are really bad at telling stories for the most mm-hmm. part. So I don't really go into a game or seek a game for a good story. I play a game for its enjoyment and if there is a good story then it's like a bonus for me because there's just so many bad stories in video games they're just crap at it i agree with that oh yeah Uh, and i think it's because you're playing for 50 hours or whatever it is you know um that it's really difficult to hold your attention say Mm -hmm. for two hours you know yeah uh so i I don't really you know when, when a red dead comes along and the story actually really grips you um it's a rare it's a rare thing yeah but uh it does happen but i i I just mainly play for the 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 enjoyment of of the gameplay it's all about the gameplay for me see whereas it's the opposite for me because it's more about the story and less about the gameplay although the gameplay is important you're gonna hate a lot more games than i am i know that is true and that's always been the case i guess i don't look i i don't hate games like this and i can obviously see i don't I don't hate games like this. You just said I hate Shadow of War and I hate the people who made it. You know, look. Those are your words. It's all about story for me and it's all about engagement and stuff that's interesting. And, you know, I've been looking at a lot of the stuff on, you know, uh, 2077 this week. And that some of the stuff in that just looks amazing. You know, some of the screenshots, some of the, the way the city's portrayed. And I think it's almost that, like, you know, with Cyberpunk, you look at it. And you see those cityscapes and all those buildings and all that shit going down. And, you know, it's saying that all the NCPs will be, you know, look different to each other. And, you know, how that's going to work, I don't know. It'll be distinctive to try and make it feel like a real living city. But I find that more interesting. You know, something that's more densely populated and smaller than some enormous world that's got repetitive tasks to complete. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but to be fair, The Witcher, funny. The Witcher Three had a lot of repetitive tasks to complete. Oh like yeah, and I didn't do a lot of that shit. Yeah. So do you think do you, you know do you mean? worry that maybe you're getting your hopes up a little too much for Cyberpunk? No, I don't know. I've been seeing some of the stuff that's come out of GDC this last couple of weeks, and some of the screenshots and the demo gameplay. Although I've tried not to watch much of that, I've been looking more at the, the write-ups rather than than watching it. Um, yeah. It just looks incredible. You know, it looks great. I love the idea of the story. I'm feeling it a bit more, you know, seeing that there's like on the demo uh, from GDC, it opens with them, with them at, like during the night. And the, obviously the city opens up below this apartment that you're in. And it just looks incredible. You know, we all the neon lights and everything just like spread out before you. That's the other thing. You do like a good story, but you do like some aesthetic details. Oh, for, for sure. You know, the the prettier it looks, the more interested I am, you know. And it's, it's to me, it's just that feat of engineering, you know, that these programmers can, 
do stuff like this and just make it look incredible and alive, you know. And that's that's kind of what I'm interested in. Would you would you play Cuphead? Because there's no real story there. No, I probably wouldn't. I played the demo and I wasn't. You see, but that so... bit, you see, but that a bit weird because well, Owl Owl Boy was kind of difficult for me to play because I don't. I find games like that difficult because my reactions aren't as good as they used to be. Uh, you, you played it, Chini, and thought it was easy. But yes. for me, some of those boss fights I found really hard to do. Yeah. You know, but I got through it because I because the story interested me and I liked the emotional engagement. You really it. suck. It's the opposite for me. I couldn't yeah. care if all the elves died. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That's the difference between me and you. I got through. I care about owls, and you don't care about owls. Because I was engaged by the story. You got through because you just. Well, I don't know whether you like the gameplay that much, but. It was okay. I it was enough it was to get you through. Yeah, it was alright. It's a good game. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? I think that's the difference between me and you. You're, like you say, all about the gameplay and all that sort of stuff, whereas I'm more interested in being emotionally engaged in what I'm playing. Hmm. Mm, there you go food for thought mm. uh, and I just don't think Shadow of War would do this for me got it anything else to say about it nope <laughs> I just feel like we're treading water here and we should move on I know I'm moving on I'm moving you on you don't like games uh, with no story okay Ginny what's this new game man? what's all this about uh, let me just try and find wait a minute I don't know why I'm talking like this I played it in another game as well. By the way, YouTube really sucks now that you can't choose a time to start a video at. It's a bit Why of a pain. You can? Well, I don't know about? how, because when I do it... If I <laughs> that, means, that means it's not possible. No, if I click share, the only thing it comes up with is the, the link to copy. How do you oh do it? No, oh. there is, there's a box that says share at X time. It doesn't. There isn't well, on my... I don't right? know All what I you're looking at, but every time I've done know. it... You may know and the people, and it says share a link, embed, Facebook, Twitter, Google, blogger, yes, Reddit. and then beneath that, there's a HTTPS colon slash slash you yep. got to. It just says copy. I don't Right, and then below else. that, I have a little box that says start at, and then there's the I time. don't have anything below it. it what, what are you? Are you looking there's at a no little? Scroll. Let me tell you another way to do it. There's no scroll and nothing. Let me tell you another way to do it. Go on. On the timeline, you know, the actual timeline. Yeah. You right click where you want it to start. It Ooh, will give you a copy video URL at the current time. Current. How about that? How about Look that? At right, I'll do that from now on. Oh, snap. You could also yeah. add it manually. Question mark T. Well, there, is, well, there really is no box anymore when you click share. I don't know well, whether no, that's the no. same for you, Jenny. It's only an American thing where you still I don't care. But anyway, the game anyway. that I'm playing, uh, I had, I've got a few long journeys ahead of me. I've, I had the trip to Scotland, the trip back from Scotland. And I have two 11-hour flights to get through. So, um, it's switch time, isn't it? You know, oh, you play snap. your switch. And I thought, well, what can I play on the switch that I've got and I haven't played yet? That's pretty long and epic. And that game is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Zelda oh, Breath of the Wild! Yeah. Oh, well, I'll be interested to see what you think, because this was another this. divisive game. Oh, no. True. Uh, so I've, I've played a bit of it. I've not even out the first area yet. So this is what's happened. I, I, I wake up um, and I think I must have had like morning glory or something because I think he goes to the toilet after it. And then he, uh, I wake up and this like old guy's outside the thing and uh, he goes, hey, 
get that thing for me, that thing. I go, all right. <laughs> uh, for some reason, that's the thing to do. So I, I get a thing. No, no I, I don't know. Some big thing comes out of the ground. And then uh, he says, look, look with your scope. I go, all right. He says, get, get that thing out of that thing. I go, okay. Uh, and then I get like some ball out of some thing. And this monk dude is like, well done. I go, all right. And, Surprise, uh, I'm Santa and Claus. And he says, uh, get three more of these things and I'll give you a paraglider so you can save the world. I was like, why don't you just give me the paraglider? That's just really stupid. <laughs> if it's important for me to save the world, just fucking hand it over. Just just give it give it to me. Um, and he says, nah, nah, you got to get the things. You must prove uh, you are the one. So, you know, I'm going into this game knowing that there's certain things that I've got to be careful with, mainly that the weapons don't last very long. So... With that in mind... Take this. Um, oh, no. Oh, my God. It's going to be so hard to play this for weeks with it. <laughs> so, uh, with that in mind, I, I, uh, I've been picking up a lot. And um, Jamie at work said, even though you know it, it will still frustrate you. Uh, and he's a fan of the game. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I've been, um, you know, just, just clobbering away at enemies and, and picking up a bow and arrow and, and using that. Um and just making my way through it, uh, bit by bit. So I've just been playing it here, there, and everywhere. I was playing it in the van on the way to Scotland at the hotel. Uh, on the way back, I was playing it in the kitchen where my cook food was cooking. So I was doing, you know, the real switch experience. Um, but were you playing it after just... playing uh basketball with your mates? What? Were you doing? Were you playing this game on the basketball court oh. after playing with your yeah, mates? Did you, no, did you play on that's the, the switch carries. experience. We don't play basketball. We um, we uh, we have cock fights. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I see. How does that work? Do you just slap each other with your cocks, and then the first no, one we seeds is a rooster, dude. Jesus. Chickens. Oh, chickens. Yeah. That's what I mean. Uh, your cocks. Um, you know, so we have cock fights, and but they didn't put that in the advert for some reason. Yeah, I don't I know why. It's weird. Really strange. Very odd. Um, so we all have a local cockfight, and then we get the switch out and our penises. So that you know, so I haven't really done much with it. Uh, I've just gone sort of running around, uh, and I think you know this is kind of the tutorial area that I'm in. Uh, and then I, I walk up to some stone maze, and this thing wakes up, and it's got a laser, and it's trying to shoot me. And then uh, that's about it. That's all I've done really. Um, so I've got nothing. Nothing to say about it, you know. Uh, it's, it's so. What, very... I mean, what do you think about the the gameplay, the mechanics, how he runs around, fighting, and that sort of stuff? Uh, I, I think it's fine. Like you know, uh, it's made. It's a Nintendo game, so I don't. I sort of go in knowing that like it's going to be pretty fucking polished. Do you know what I mean? It's just a given. When I played Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, uh, you know, that's a Nintendo game, so I know it's going to be a super polished game. And I know that certain things are just going to be so well done, and that's what I think about Zelda. Like, you know, it's it's you can tell that the polish is there. You can tell that certain things were the decisions were made, and it's so brave to make a game where you can just climb anything. It's quite impressive. Um, but I don't really. I just feel like yeah, you know, I've started the game. I've, I've I'm doing. I haven't really given it a full sort of whack yet. I've probably played it collectively about an hour and a half, um, and I feel like I need to sit down. And have a good session with it, just so I know the mechanics of it. 
and then I can start having 10 minute, 15 minutes. Yeah, it does. It. it does take a while that first bit as well to get out of it, you know, to get yeah. into the open world area. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I'm not down on it or anything. I'm not uh, massively up on it either, really. I just I just I'm playing it. And uh, that 11 hour plane journey that I've got, um, I hope to, you know, get at least four or five hours of it done there oh you'll definitely get a good way in at that point 11 hours is for quite a lot of zelda yeah i won't be playing it for a le- i won't be playing no, it no, i get flight. that i get that but, but you know four if, or if, five if I can, hours. yeah four or five hours there and four or five hours back i doubt that i'll play it while i'm you know in america maybe uh maybe there'll be some downtime or something but i doubt that I'll, i don't really plan to play it while i'm out there um but it's more just for the journeys and stuff and the lulls uh but yeah you know it's it's fine i'm looking forward to getting into it uh and hopefully um when i get back i'll be mm, not done with it but like you know well into it uh people have asked me to stream this um but i i really wanted to play this on the go but i'll stream if i've got stuff left to do i'll stream it when i'm back and uh and see how i'm getting on with it so yeah zelda breath of the world not much to report i'm sorry but uh yeah so far, so good. So far, so good. Impressive stuff. Uh, Duke, back to you. Yeah, back to me. Uh, we got this thing going on. Let's play Guess the Game that she's played and finished uh, this week. Um, last mm. week or one of the previous weeks, JP Snake had gifted me a couple of games. And I buckled down and I finished, started and finished one uh, over the course of the last week. Thank you, thank you. And it is the guest. We, I, I was having a look at this because I was like, I think I've heard of that. Didn't we play a demo for this ages yes, ago? Yes, we sure did. I thought yeah, you had played did. the whole thing. I think I did buy the game and then never finished it. Oh, you never finished it. Well, that means no, I can't. No, I don't think I finished it. I can't give spoilers then, which I really wanted to do. Yeah, don't leave so it bad, you. The chances are it'll probably be a while to, you know, if I ever go back to it at all, that's the thing. So do you mind if I spoil it? Nah. Okay, fine. Well, heads up for spoilers for... Warning! 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 The Guest, the game from like three years ago. Um, yeah. First of all, for those who don't know, this is uh, uh, an exploration game, kind of like Mist, kind of like uh, the Decay games, all of which are it excellent, is. by the way. Those are great games. Um, it You have an inventory, you pick up stuff, you're trying to solve a mystery... And the game, by and large, is really good. I think it's a very well-done game. The atmosphere is good. It's more spooky. There's no jump scares, um, but it's very unsettling. And, you know, you go into the bathroom and you need your medicine and the you know walls are shaking and the radio is playing this disturbing thing, so you have to turn that off. Um, there's one puzzle that was particularly stupid because you find this phone book with a phone number circled in it and you're like, oh, I can call that number. And you go to call it, and it's like you get a busy signal, just like any other number you try to call. Because as soon as I got to the phone the first time, I'm like, oh, I'll call 911, and you just get a busy signal. And I kind of try 411, busy signal. That's our information line here. Um, operator, busy. Okay, so every time you try to call anything, it's busy. I get it. And then when I found the phone book, I'm like, oh, here we go. Finally, I can, you know, put the phone number in. And I did, and it was gave me a busy signal. I'm like, no, that, what the hell is that? And finally, I reached a point eventually where I got stuck. And I was like, damn it, I hate doing this, but I can't figure out what else to do. Turns out, 
the phone, two of the numbers are switched. How would you know that? Are they in the right wow. order, though? Well, no, but the room is so dark, and it's so hard. To, uh. I could barely tell you know, where the buttons started and stopped. So for the five and the six to be switched on the pad, I felt like that's just dumb, man. What what the hell? Why make it that extra little bit of frustration for us? So whatever. That was the one complaint about the puzzles. But apart from that, puzzles are excellent. I ended up solving one toward the end just by like forcing it. Uh, you had to choose from like two dials with all these numbers on it. And I reached a point where I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing here, but I randomly set one of them on the correct, like it turns green when you get it right. So you don't have to just put the numbers in and then hit the button and hope that you got it correct. As soon as you get one of the buttons on the right number, it turns green. So I was like, well, I can just do this the hard way. And so I just went, I put the one number on the green and I put the other one on one and then it was red and I put it on two and it was red and I put it on three and it was red. And I kept doing that until I got to like 27 or whatever it was. And that was the correct number. Wow. So there was a logical way. Do you to know think. what the actual solution was? Well, I went and found out, out later. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But it was also kind of dumb because there were like five different numbers that it could have been in terms of what you were supposed to be looking at. But uh, if I had thought about it more, I probably would have figured it out. But I was, I was getting kind of impatient by that point, especially because they were given the story in little drips and I was ready for some payoff. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of annoyed by this. You need to freaking let me know what's going on. And I got to the end and it was such a letdown. Oh no. It was so disappointing. The, the whole point of it is, because you're this scientist, brilliant, world famous, and you're getting all these you know, pieces of news. Oh, this woman scientist has been disappeared since the last time she was at this conference. And that's kind of like what you're at at a conference. So it's like you're going through the same thing she went through. And it turns out there's some like the world state as wants you to be a worker. So the final room you go into is like a little work cell. Well, this one here that we're looking at, this lab It kind of looks like that, but it's a little more fancy. And you have this like fake window that looks out on the valley. But it's like you get medicine every 12 hours to keep you in line. And you just get, I don't even know what you're supposed to actually be doing. There's some work you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. And I'm like, wow. that's stupid. And it doesn't make any sense why you would have to go through all these puzzles in order to get to that. Because you want to make sure you're brainy enough to do it. I'm a world-famous scientist! <laughs> but we need to see yeah, if we can figure just, out that the phone numbers that, are you know, switched on the... T- <laughs> we need to figure out if you can figure out the phone numbers are switched on the telephone. That's how you tell and you didn't. really you didn't. smart. You didn't. Exactly. I'm rocked. a dunce. I don't deserve to be in the world state prison cell or whatever the fuck. So, oh I mean, that's the thing is that, like... 90% of the game is really good. The graphics are sweet. The sound is polished. The music is creepy. Um, the puzzles are mostly elegant. But the payoff was so disappointing. I had to give it a negative review on Steam. I know. Wow. I know. I hate to do it. But, yeah. So, again, JP Snake, thank you very much. It was on my wish list. I'm glad I played it. Um, but I can't recommend that people run out and get it. Wow, so, who knew? Yeah. Um, 
That being said, I've played a, a very similar game this week. Ooh. I know. I actually think, Duke, you would like it. Oh, yeah, huh? I do, I do. And it's on sale at Green Man Gaming at the moment. Oh, what's it called? Uh, it's called The Station. Okay. And These games are just the something, aren't they? <laughs> I know, yeah, exactly. The Station. Um, it's but not this is a quite room, it's the room. It's, it's an interesting premise. It's first person. It is an exploration game, but it has got puzzles, so it's not sort it of exactly the same as the guest. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, it's slightly different because First in this person, one, it's exploration, and it's got. It's puzzles. on a. You're set on a very deep space space station. So you're uh, walking around good. rooms, still the same thing. No, it's 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 a little bit more. It's more in common with Tacoma. I was going to say uh, Tacoma. Than it has with uh, with the guest, but I like it. I'm impressed. Totally impressed. Um, but yeah, you, you'd sort of go to the station because you've lost contact, obviously, because that's how all these games start. Yep. Uh, but, but the interesting thing about the premise of this game is this space station has been sent to this world to orbit because we've finally found another alien civilization yeah, on another finally. planet. But there's two of them, and they're in the midst of a massive civil war with each other. So you've been sent to observe what's going down on the planet. But the people who are sent to observe suddenly mm. lose all their systems, oh, and no. they're, they're like on this cloaked, so that that obviously the the planet doesn't know they're there. But when the cloaking comes down, they know they're there, and all the shit goes oh, down. No. Oh, and then it it appears as you start to do your investigation on the space station that there's some sort of stuff been going down with the crew, and someone's oh, been double no. and in the government's pocket. Fuck so it, it's kind of like uh, space oh, aliens. What are you doing, aliens? Detective game. So you, you're, the game is you see a fight and you're like, come on, lads, break it up. We doing? Come on, aliens. You doing? You drunk? Well, I, think, I think it's great. I really, I really do think it's great. And the aliens it's, are all like, hey, this fucking is stupid. This fucking. And it's, Stupid! Hey, humans, stay out of this. So you'll fight, bitches. It's not. It's not a horror game, but it is creepy as all hell. I mean, there was a bit where I, I completed a puzzle, and part of the puzzle involved turning the lights off so you could find something. And it it did have these little cutscenes, and as I was sort of doing the thing, it sort of cut to the door opening, yeah, and then light flooding in with someone's shadow, and then the door closing again. So. Although you feel like you're totally alone on the space station, obviously you're not. Somebody's there. Somebody else is there. So I thought that was kind of cool. I like it. I feel like somebody's watching me. Exactly. So you don't get chased or anything like that, but it is Nobody's chasing you. But it is very creepy. So, yeah, I I reckon you'd like this, Duke. And it it costs £6 on Green Man Gaming, which I guess is about... I will look into it, but I promise nothing. Especially because school's starting. Uh, This week is not actual school starting, but it is the meetings. We have a lot of meetings this week and getting ready for the school year, so... Things are happening. Um, But, yeah, it's very much like Tacoma. I I don't know whether it was influenced by that. I'm guessing potentially so a little bit, but I imagine this was kind of in development at the same time because this was released on the 20th of Feb this year. So exactly, not long after Tacoma, but yes. it's obviously not as slick as yeah. Tacoma slick. was, but it's still interesting. I like the way they're telling the story. It's all done through audio logs oh. and little like snippets <laughs> of conversation at different parts of the station. At least I don't have to read. 
no, you can you can do a little bit of reading, but the and the voice acting's actually all right. The the opening cutscene was a little bit like. Mm, I've got uh, a clip of the voice acting here. You ready? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Hello, welcome to the sheep. Welcome. There's some spooky shit going on. Never mind. Have a that good time. That does not night. sound very good. <laughs> voice acting. Yeah, it's terrible. In fact, isn't it? Terrible. Yeah. Anyway, I recommend it. I think it's pretty good for six Welcome quid. Welcome to the sheep. It seems pretty good. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, We're all dead now, but never mind. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm just going to move on. Yes. And the only the only other thing I've played this week, I've started playing the first episode of The Walking Dead, the final oh season. Oh, God, here we go. God, is, is Clementine going to die? Yeah, Clementine, is Clementine oh now? Oh, my God, she's so, so much trouble. Um, yeah, this is, by the way, we thought this was the new engine, but it isn't. This no, is the you, last. You thought it was the new engine. I thought it was the new engine. I was wrong. I didn't say shit. Killing but they have improved great, it. But the Veteran Gamers podcast is even better. There you go. Um, yeah, it's it's still the old engine, but they have improved upon a few things. You know, it does feel a bit slicker. It feels more like you can move around in third person and all that. But as I've played more of the game, it's still as totally as restrictive. And it's it's kind of... Wank? I, I actually don't like it, no, because what they've tried to do is make it feel like it's more open and you can move around in the areas, but you can't. And a lot of the time it fucks you up for that because... Like I was having a fight today, and they've they've done they've trying to try to get away with the Q, you know, get rid of the QTEs, but they haven't done what they've done is this weird thing where you have to kneecap them first and stab them in the head, but it's the same animation every single time. Oh bloody hell! And I'm like, oh my god, if I have to do this, kick them in the kneecap, stabbing in the top of the head another time, I'm and that's it. I'm only a couple of hours in. And I'm getting pissed off with it. Like, doing, seeing this exact same animation every time I have a fight with a zombie. I'd rather the old quick time event thing, you know, where you just, like, where it isn't random, where it's more scripted, where they've tried to make this a little bit more open and the zombies can come from different directions. But if I see that cutscene where I get bitten in the neck at both sides again, I tell you, I'm going to fucking punch the telly. <laughs> Don't punch your telly. It's not the telly's fault. Big am. Um, Billy. The TV's got a hole in it. Don't ask me why. That being said, <laughs> that being said, uh, the story seems pretty cool. Uh, Clementine is as good as ever. AJ, I quite like, although he's a bit of a little shit. How AJ old is Clementine now? Kid with... Yeah, AJ's the, the baby you saved. Uh, yeah. How old uh, is Clementine I'm... at this point? How old is, how old is Clementine? Uh, I think she's about 17, okay. 17, 18-ish. So she's going into adulthood. There's obviously some sort of romantic thing on the horizon. Ah. I've just been playing a card game with him, and they're trying to, you know, asking questions about your past. And he's like, "Have you ever had a boyfriend?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I can see what's happening here." So yeah, so that's that shit's going down at some point. And there's this weird thing because it makes it feel like there's a hub world now. And I'm not sure how that's going to work because you're at this like house with all these other kids that are survivors. And like AJ does this picture that you pin on the wall, and then they, like this little caption thing comes up and says, uh, "Things you find in the world you can decorate your room with." So I was like, "Is, is this going to be like open? This like a hub, and then it's open world, and you do your missions from here." I'm really not sure what's going on. I guess we'll so find if, out. 
Yeah, it just feels a bit odder. It doesn't feel totally like a Walking Dead game at the moment. It just feels Is that a bad thing. I don't know. I don't know because I got like I got a people a, people moan that they don't change it up, and then people moan when they change it. I've got a deer head bone thing, and you can use it as a hood ornament on your car. So again, I've no idea how that's going to work. Well, it's just you know, going to go on your car, I think. I know. This can be used as a hood ornament on your car. Sounds like that's right. about it. I don't think it's going to do anything else other than be a decoration. I don't know. I think it can be used to stab a zombie in the face. Yeah. Yeah, here's a knife. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm interested to see whether that's what's going to happen. But if it does, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Or if it's just not going to happen. You know, because like you say, it gives the impression you're going to stick this stuff on the wall in this room to decorate it as you play through the game. So I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. So we'll see how that goes. But it's, it's kind of interesting. Obviously, Melissa is as good as always as Clem. And obviously, she's done a good job of making her sound older and what have you. And you can feel that progression from the first game. I didn't have a save file because I played the last game on PC. So I played that on PC. And prior to that, it was all on Xbox. So, so wait, I'm not which one are you playing on this one? I'm playing this on PS4, yeah. Uh, so I bought it on PS4 because I couldn't remember what I played the last one on. Pick a platform and stick with it, baby. Yeah, I'm so, just yeah, I know, I know. So I had to choose all my options again. So it, it does. It's kind of cool how it does that, though. If it doesn't find a save file, it does these little cartoony panes, and it says, "Did you shoot Lee or did you not shoot Lee?" Yeah, you know, I saw those. Just, yeah. Can't remember yeah, that yeah. Shit. So it's it's kind of cool. So you can just build the backstory from all the major events that happened. Not all of them, but probably about seven, six or seven different things that happened throughout the last games. You know, so it does. It kind of does all of that. I still haven't played season three. No I know way. you're way behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I'm interested to see how this goes and where it goes to, and then we'll take it from there. What's interesting? None of the major decision things came from season three. Yeah. Or the oh, last okay. season of the game. They all seem to come. Pointless from season. season. Yeah, yeah. Almost felt like that because none of them came from the 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 things that you have to do to build your character. Um, but AJ's like, yeah, it is, yeah, it is. But I like, I like the new characters they're introducing, and you know, the people. One of them looks like Kiefer Sutherland uh, back in the day with the, like a blonde flat top and like a bit of a, a bit of a, I don't know what you call it, but there is a name in there, beard. mullet, bit it's of a blonde, a, a white mullet, okay. uh, like the Lost Boys. He looks like Kiefer Sutherland from the Lost Boys. Oh, yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, I'll let I'll let you know how it goes. As it, you know, I'm hopefully get this done this week. If Millie ever like moves back into a bedroom, I'll be sorted. So there you go. So that's it for me. That's all I've played this week. I ain't played no more shit. Cool, Chinny. Anything else? Seems, seems good so far. Right. Uh, no. that, yeah, we should do some news this week because we didn't do news for about the last two weeks, have we? So mm. we should do a little bit and see what's going on. Putting news first. I don't know if y'all saw it, but the big news right now is there was a shooting at a Madden tournament in Jacksonville, Florida, my home state, an is that hour true? and a half away. Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Multiple fatalities after a shooting rampage. Apparently, this guy was in a tournament for Madden, the foot, American football game, and it was being streamed and everything. And then some guy got disc, like he lost, and so kicked out of the tournament. He pulled out a gun and started shooting. Apparently. Wow. Uh, so anyway, that sucks. People are just so stupid. Well, people are people are fixated on the wrong things, and they're can you know they're they're they lose sight of what's important. 
And they wow. think that the game is everything. And again, I've said this before. This is not mindful gaming. If you're going to play video games, you need to do it in a mindful way that says this is just a freaking game. It's not that important at the end of the day. But here's the thing. If you are trying to make a living by streaming or playing competitively, it's not just a game. It's, it's your livelihood. It's how you pay the rent. So I understand, you know, I can't understand the stress of, you know, thinking you need to shoot people. But, you know, it, I, it as frustrated as I get when I don't play Rocket League well, if I had to pay the rent by playing Rocket League well, that would just be a nightmare of stress. So I, I think that it's a bad thing when people do this for a living. But that's just my opinion. Well, I mean, there was another story. Did you see the story this week about the uh, YouTuber? 18 year old YouTuber who'd obviously got loads of cash because he was had loads of views on his YouTube channel, played uh, CSGO. So that's what he did, sort of got loads of money for doing it. Bought himself a stupid McLaren car, and whether he was trying to kill himself or whatever, drove down the wrong side of the freeway and went head on into a car and killed two other people and oh, himself. Jesus. That sucks. And it's like, if, if he hadn't been doing what he did for a living and obviously had access to that kind of cash, he wouldn't be driving that stupid car. Yeah, well, and... that's, that's like if Paul Walker wasn't an actor. Right. Well, <laughs> I guess. you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't really, you know. I don't think there's true, much but, link there. But, but an 18-year-old shouldn't be driving a bloody McLaren car, should they, really? Well, yeah, you, could, you, you could easily kill yourself and two other people in any other kind of car, too. It doesn't. Yes. It's not specific to that kind of car. That's correct. I guess. But 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 I think if if he was suicidal, I think it speaks to the you know a lot of people seem to think like oh if I'm famous then I'll be happy and Robin Williams proved that wrong so we find happiness in other places but whatever we're getting off topic. All right, what's the first news yeah. story that's not about a shooting? Yo, someone uh, died. Yeah. Steam had a data leak. We already talked about this, didn't we? Good. We talked about well, this last week. I couldn't remember whether we mentioned it or not. Yeah. Well, that's that then. Assassin's Creed series is taking a lie down in 2019. Uh, yeah. Ubisoft are giving their studios a moment to catch their breath after the launch. Fuck off, rock, paper, shotgun. I don't care about... Oh, no, no they've done the new new site, haven't they now? Rock, don't paper, you want to get updates? Quickly. We've updated our yeah. cookie policy. Anyway, Nobody okay. Who cares? Uh, Turn after off your Assassin's ad Creed Odyssey... In October, uh, they're gonna have a break, and that's what they did before Origins, and it worked well for them. So it looks like they're doing the same again. Good for them. Good Year for off them. sabbatical. We're not gonna make as much money for a while. Oh no! Oh, somebody think of the children. Right, Deadly Premonition director. Uh, Are you really reading a news story about Deadly Premonition? No, you should see this though. It looks so fucking uh, fucked up. Tell you. Uh, um okay the the game is called the missing it's, uh gets a battling first gameplay trailer beho- beyond the fact that the missing colon j dot j dot macfield and the island of memories oh my god is that the full game name yeah uh, of course to give the game it's gleefully unwielded full title it is being created in-house at swery's own studio white owls Little has been revealed again at the game since its announcement back in February. All Sweary would say at the time was that the title had many meanings. Many, uh, many meanings means more than one meaning. I wonder if Sweary. one of the meanings is the reference to the ministry song, The Missing. Yeah! 
You're welcome, ministry fans. Quote, he said, a missing person, someone who's lost or even something lost. Maybe it's your loved one. Maybe a place you belong. Unquote. Uh, and now with a handful of screenshots, an entire two minute trailer out in the wild. Well, it's fair to say that things aren't much clearer. So I'll start yeah, playing this. I and they won't be the when you get done playing the game. It's all very weird for the sake of weird. I don't know what it is. It, it does it oh, tell me Deadly Premonition isn't no like that. What any of it. it looks beautifully animated. It looks absolutely gorgeous, but looks like Super Meat Boy crossed with Limbo. It's just the weirdest looking thing I've ever seen, but ultra violent. I mean, this, this poor girl in, in this trailer gets killed in lots of different ways a lot of times. It's, it's like Limbo. It does what I said. It's like Limbo and Super Meat Boy crossed together because the, the deaths are so violent. But I don't know. It looks like some sort of really super hard side-scrolling platform puzzler. I don't know. But inter- it looks interesting to me. I like the look of this. Mind you, I like sweary, so I guess I'm probably going to find this interesting. This, like, this looks like gore porn. It does. Oh, yeah, it's very violent. I mean, the stuff that happens to this poor girl... You know what I mean? She and this girl is, you know, all bloody legs and tits. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it's very stylish. No, that's not what I meant. I meant she's all legs and tits. It's a pervy, sexy it's game. Pervy. Where yes, it gets, it's pervy. Of course it is. Well, I'll tell you what. If you get off seeing some girl electrocuted or sucked into a I fan, think, then you know, no, but I think versions. some people do. And it's not even about that. It's about, okay, if I'm going to watch someone being, you know, if I'm going to have a character that I watch over and over again, I want it to be a hot chick. Well, to be fair, she has only got a skirt on and tights. It's not like she's over-sexualized. There's nothing. It's a bloody... She's over-sexualized. She's sexualized, not over-sexualized, perhaps. She's not sexualized at all. It's not Eh, sexualized. I disagree with that. She is. Oh, my God, Sue. I can't believe how... Like, I have no clue how that you think that's sexualized. Okay, if you're gonna walk around in the fucking woods, what would you wear if you were a female? We don't Tights know the context. And a short skirt. We don't know the context, do we? I don't know. You get in. I don't think it is. I think you're being a bit harsh there because it is. It really isn't. I'm gonna pause on the bit where she uh, is getting sucked into the fan. Yeah, that is okay. the only part of that. Two um, you wanted but me to point then, out an example. But even then, he doesn't really show anything. He's only her. She's got tights on. She's got suspenders. It's a very short skirt, dude. What are you talking? And she's wearing, yeah, she's wearing like, it's like in the, the, uh, for those who can't see the stream, in A Christmas Story, when the guy gets the lamp, and it's got like the, you know, garter belt on it, and the freaking nylon stocking. That's what she's wearing. I know, I guess. Swear he's a pervert, and he should be arrested. (laughs) Swear he's a pervert. Uh, but he does look interesting, though. I must admit, no, it, it, is it looks fucking hard, perverted. It's perverted. <laughs> it's like Bayonetta. Let's let's make her clothes, her hair, and then she has to take it off. Cool. Let's all wank around think... the water cooler. You know what I mean? It's just trouble. fucking get that over it. That is not true. Why don't I mean, you need admit, to get over it. Why don't people adult? just admit that some people that make games get off and seen women like taking their clothes off and stuff? No, she all... hasn't even taken her clothes she off. You haven't played the game. She's not bothering to put any on in the first place. I'm going to go explore this dangerous area. I better wear a tiny There's... short skirt and I'll hooker stockings. If you think that 
2D character is sexualized in any sort of way, then you're mental. Oh, really? Store, really? You think a okay. 2D character can't... Oh Bayonetta, God. right? I admit, Bayonetta is very sexualized as a character because she does spinning kicks and grabs people around the face with a crotch in the face and what have you. So, okay. I get all the listeners. Let's put it to the listeners. And I'm not saying that not everybody favors me or anything like that. Listeners, go onto YouTube, typing the missing... Uh, what's it fucking called? The missing... Uh, and make sure you put fucking... the missing ministry so you can hear the song. Uh, I've done that. Uh, the missing JJ Macfield and the Island of Memories. Type in that. Watch the fucking trailer and tell me that main character is not a fucking scantily tell clad. Us that, that watching that trailer made you feel sexy. And if if people if <laughs> if, if people honestly say uh, that it's oh no that's that's not uh, perverted or sexy at all then I. Will, the only bit, uh, right? I will buy bit. you, I buy you lunch. The only bit, right, that you could even vaguely say that about is the fan bit. Other than that, it's just a 2D character running sideways. Well, you you act like she doesn't even have a gender. Like she's just a 2D character. What are you talking about? Well, even a female 2D female character running sideways. What else? Next games for for little teenagers and dying in a lot of horrible ways. Yeah, that's Whatever. what people. We, we've used to covered look everything we can cover in terms of this discussion. It's time to move on. <laughs> I was just having fun. Yeah. Um, right. Anyway, Daisy is finally coming to the Xbox on August the 29th. Um, Does anyone care anymore about this? No. So let's move on. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a go, but I'll be getting married, so I don't care. Uh, oh no! Fortnite's revenue has begun to slow down. Good. Oh no! You know why? Because there's only 7 billion people on Earth. All right? There's not that many people that can play it. We haven't, we haven't reached 8 billion sales. Come on, guys. We've got to really push it this month. Now and again, the sales will slow because your product is one of the most popular. Oh, you'll hit a plateau, won't you? There's going to be a plateau. It's not even point. news. All right, boring. No. It, is, it is a news, but it is crazy the amount of money they've made, they make on this game. And they were averaging a 1.2 million a day. And then the peak of it was $2 million a day in July. Yeah, it's boring. That's so, fucking crazy. Uh, everybody has um, a Battle Royale mode. Uh, talking about Battle Royale modes. So there's PUBG, there's Fortnite. But Dying Light is coming out with a Battle Royale mode. Uh, and it's called Bad Blood. Um and due to my ad blocker, I can't read on, Stu. So you might want to carry. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's kind of interesting what they've done here. So I don't know. It's, it's rare a... that Chinny's going to or Stu's going to be willing to pick up a news story after you introduce it, Chinny. I know. Yeah, it's not a hundred people though. It's not a hundred. It's only twelve. Oh, interesting. So it's only twelve people. Uh, you get dropped on an island, yeah. and then the idea of the game is you've got to take these blood samples. Like in the game to get off the island, and once you've taken all the blood samples, you call in the helicopter, and then the other players have to try and steal your blood samples before you're rescued. And boring and complicated. Yeah, last person standing obviously is is the winner after everyone's. The great thing about PUBG and to a lesser extent Fortnite is they are simple premises. And obviously, there's lots of zombies on the island, so it's not just other players. Yeah, but you drop in, you you find shit. And you survive. This sounds too complicated. Well, it's, they're trying to be different. They're trying to be it, different. It will fail. Yeah, I guess you're right. It will fail. Anyway, uh, Miyamoto uh, 
well known for creating, you know, Mario, bloody Donkey Kong, Zelda, Star Fox. So, you know, a nobody in the industry. Um, da, 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 as uh, warned his peers not to be greedy. Miyamoto hopes future games will stop overcharging players. Uh, he said that Nintendo is exploring alternative ways for getting players to pay for mobile games. Quote, I can't say that our fixed cost model has really been a success, uh, but we're going to continue pushing it forward until it becomes entrenched. That way, everyone can develop games in a comfortable environment by focusing on bringing games to the widest range of people as possible. We can continue boosting our mobile games business. Uh, on a separate note, you can buy cardboard add-ons to the Switch for over seventy to eighty pounds. I know, Thank stupid, isn't it? My dude, that's not his fault. He's not Nintendo, is he? Well, he's fucking in there, isn't he? I know he is, but he don't work for Nintendo. He does work for Nintendo, but not directly. He's not like he doesn't make Nintendo's decisions. Well, you know, if he walked into the Nintendo office and went, "Yo, I'm Miyamoto." Stop, Stop selling those fucking cardboard shit. Stop fucking selling cardboard for fucking 80 quid, you dickheads. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they go, yeah, no, yeah, we better stop doing that then, no. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is already completely playable from start to finish, according to this GameSpot article. Um, da, 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 da. CD Projekt Red has been developing Cyberpunk twenty seven. C7 for six years, although developers stated that there's more work to be done on the action RPG. The game is playable from start to finish. Cool. So this news is a game that is coming out is playable. Fantastic. Playable start to finish? Wow. You played a whole story. Next. This was Next. boring. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Overcooked... else, is there? Oh, Over... yeah, there is. Overcooked 2 gets a new game plus in a free update. So if you, uh, you know, if you want to carry on cooking... Then, uh, then you can with a new game plus. I'm not sure what it adds and stuff. Makes uh, it way more difficult. Oh, good. Uh, I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like it's not hard enough already. Yeah, frantic, fast-paced co-op chef em up. Uh, Overcooked 2 has released its first content update, bringing new game plus mode and asked the players for an even gra- greater colory perfection. Uh, accessible after completing the game once it will rank every level out of four stars instead of three, pushing your co-op and chaos management to their limits. Um, I think I think Overcooked 2 is going to be a g- big game that we should play uh, this EGX. I really do. I think people with Switches should bring them, and we should play the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got one of those, but I, I agree. I've, I've got Overcooked 2 for the Switch, so it's all good. Wow, you're a supporter. Well, it's, it's only a small developer. There are only about three of them. They're British. Uh, and, you know, if I can... You know, buying two copies of the game doesn't bother me. If it, you know, I, I love that game. I don't think we understand how much I fucking love it. We don't understand. We don't understand. I we don't fucking it. understand. I was a bloody champion of the first game. Uh, anyway, uh, Time Splitters creator uh, wants a new game, but he's worried about it. Yeah, Good. that's be, that's come because cock, cock. Media have bought the rights to Time Splitters. We've talked about Time Splitters a few times in games that we'd like to see resurrected. Um, yeah, I, play, I played one. I think it's Time Splitters Two or something. It was good. You know, yeah. the, the people yeah, that worked there worked on GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, so that's that's all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's so it's poised for a rebirth. Series creator Dave Doke 
has spoken out about its first-person shooter franchise presumed comeback. In an interview with Video Gamer, Doak spoke of the problem the much-loved franchise would have upon returning. Quote, The easiest thing for people to say uh, of a new Time Splitters game is, oh yeah, it's not as good. It's really hard to surprise somebody with that, he said. Uh, that's not to say he's not in favour. However, when I saw the IP acquisition he explains in a separate... Oh, fuck, I'm reading the wrong thing. I was really pleased <laughs> because I just didn't like the idea of there never being anything done with it, done by it. <laughs> Doak started his game development career at Rare, where he first built his first-person shooter shops on the classic GoldenEye 007 and Perfect Dark before founding Free Radical Design. At Free Radical, he created Time Splitters games, three of them, uh, and Second Sight. Oh, I played that as well on the GameCube. Yeah, it's uh, some good games. The Midland Reviews. And then they released Haze. Haze. Yeah, I remember that game. It was terrible. Ooh. Damn. Well, that was, that was the Ouch. Uh, PS3 exclusive, wasn't it? It was meant to be a challenger to Halo and stuff. Is that um, right? I'm sure that's yeah. Why. Well, yeah, it was meant to be. Yeah, every there's been loads of Halo killers, and none of them did it. Uh, and Hayes definitely yeah. didn't because it was Killzone. Killzone was a, a supposed Halo killer. Move aside, Halo. Here comes Killzone. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Anyway, that's the news. There you go, that's the news. Right, let's do some emails. Here we go. Uh, yeah, first email is off Derek's hands. Derek's, Derek's hands. hands. And he says this. Uh, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Ah. Uh, you see what he did there? You see what he did? Having a bit of a laugh with my, my wedding stuff. Your nuptials. Uh, hello again, veteran gamers. Hi. Hello. If Stu and Ginny are uh, But I must say, slash... I think you read it the wrong way there, Stu. I did. Where is it? Yeah, hang on. Come on. Stupid YouTube. Yeah, I get... yeah you is rubbish. Well, it's, uh, it should start right away. It's not my fault there's like 30 seconds of moving around before the song Dearly hits. Beloved. We are gathered here today. Yes, anyway, anyway, if Stu and Ginny are lucky slash unlucky... They might see me on Saturday or Sunday of EGX in September. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm staying five miles outside of Birmingham in West Bromwich, but I assume transport into Birmingham will not be a problem. No. Uh, no, it should be fine, won't it? There's a tram. You can get a tram from one. Tram. Now that the big event of 2018 is looming large in Chini's life, no, I'm not talking about the release of Red Dead Redemption 2, although it could be. Uh, and we should measure everything on on Chini's wedding. So, Chini, are mm. you more excited about Red Dead Redemption 2 or getting married on Thursday? Getting married. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. Well done. Uh, I, I thought it would be fun to revisit my tw- July 2015 email where I imagine Chini's future marriage to the lovely Tara. The song Love and Marriage says it's an institute you can't disparage. And who am I to argue with such wisdom? Okay, here we go. This was his email. I don't even remember this. Do you remember this email? No. He, about your future wedding? No. Oh, I, don't, I don't. But yeah, I apologize for not remembering. Here we go. Let's remind ourselves. Uh, it's a midsummer's day 
in 2000 and whatever. Duke has jetted in to perform the marriage ceremony after being ordained online as a minister the previous day. Duke's duties are threefold to perform the ceremony, DJ the evening disco, and at the end of the evening, drive the happy couple to, happy couple, happy couple to the airport for their honeymoon flight. <laughs> he said Stu's, duty. He said yes. duty. <laughs> I did. Duty. Uh, Stu's duties are no less important. He has offered as a wedding present to oversee the post-wedding meal and the evening disco buffet. Unfortunately for Stu, after several Gordon Ramsay-style bust-ups with the kitchen staff, he misses the wedding and the evening disco also. However, uh, Ginny does get to say seven words to Stu before he and Tara are whisked away by Duke. And on hearing those seven words, Stu has never been happier. Nice sausage rolls, Stu. Nice sausage rolls. Uh, the last thing Stu hears is Duke puts on his chauffeur's cap at the jaunty angle is, buckle up, boneheads, we're going for the ride of a lifetime. So there you go. There I you do know. vaguely remember it now. You remember, it seems a long time ago. When, when did he say 2015? Did he, did he send that in 2015? Uh, yeah, 2015. That's when he sent that. That was like three years ago. Christ. Christ almighty. Uh, to quote Mr. Spock, live long and the prosper, Mr. and Mrs. Chin. There you go. There you go. So thank you very much for that, Derek. That's very kind of you. Uh, okay, here we go. We've got. Thank you, Derek. We have now four emails, or is it three? Three emails off Jason Gallagher. Last uh, uh, he, he began with this one. Please read this as you misread it on the show. Okay. You stinking wanker. You didn't read my email concerning your O face. No worries. I just found it funny that you had an orgasm the moment your eyes first met Duke's. Anyway, thanks for the ammo. The picture of Duke's side was even better. Countless orgasms courtesy of Stu. He especially made the OC Pods Mark and Bongo Climax. Picks are online and they are fabulous. Gaming related, I'm listening to Bioshock Audio, but check it out, y'all. Not bad. Keep on wanking, Jason. Nice. So that was email number one. Right, email number two was this. Uh, misrepresentation. Look, I forwarded my email for clarification. Stu and Duke had a laugh making fun of me for stating that Duke saw Duke's... Uh, sorry, Stu saw Duke's big donkey dick. Well, <laughs> I think we all know Duke doesn't even have a penis, Stu. <laughs> I, said, I said nothing about anyone's penis, which leads me to believe that you truly have private thoughts about Duke's genitalia. All I said was, I'm glad you finally got the chance to meet Eric's penis or not. Uh, please read the actual email, as you both made me seem like a bigger twat than I was. Twats. Cheers. Love the show. Keep on wanking, donkeys. Jason. I don't understand what's going on. Well, I'm getting to <laughs> it. I'm getting to it. Uh, laugh my ass off. Uh, actually, in the original email, I did say Duke must be hung like a horse. Guess I am the king of twats after all. Keep on wanking, Jason. <laughs> I still don't know what's well, going on. Well, last week, right. Okay. I so don't last want week, to know. Well, it's only a very quick explanation, but last week on the yeah. show... I said, Jason, because uh, we, we hadn't read his email, so he was like, I didn't read it. And I said, all he was going on about was me having an orgasm because Duke was hung like a donkey. So he said, no, I didn't say that. But what he hadn't realized is in his very original email, he said he was hung like a horse. So it was close. So I didn't remember the exact animal, uh, but I knew he'd mentioned it. So he then wanted to uh, correct me and then realized in his final email that he actually did say it in the very beginning anyway. So I was right, and he was wrong, kind of. Anyway, there you go. So thank you, Jason, for correcting us and then uncorrecting us because you were wrong. Very good. Now you look like an even bigger twat. Well done. Uh, right, moving on. We have got an uh, email from Armour. 
who you met this week. Oh, My yeah. good friend, Armour. Hey, then. And he says this, guys. Yeah, hey, what's that? Did, did you know there are some bampots masquerading as veteran gamers? I did a Google search and the veteran gamer re-enlisted came up. What's that all about? What? There's so, a group so, called Veteran Gamers Reenlisted? There's a podcast called The Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. Re-enlisted. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. That's too yeah, close. That, I don't mind if they use our logo. I mean, I do, but I don't well, they're, they're not using They don't use our logo as it goes. They've well, got a pretty good logo. Other people do, though. I know, yeah. We, we, and they're, actual, they're actual veterans. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, show, they are. The show host... Andy is a U.S. Army infantry veteran. Do you know more about this than I do because I haven't done any research, but I do know that they well, are research, about... I mean, click the link that Armour <laughs> just sent. Uh, but they're 40K players. Yeah, Warhammer 40K. But I think yeah, they do board so games. That's, but... all they do, that's all they do the show about and them just very... Are you rude. saying it's shit, Stu? It's a bit shit. It were a bit shit. That's out. very rude. It had very heavy rock music for their intro, which that's is always very about... rude, Stu. I know. Mm. They could be lovely people. They probably are. I don't know. I don't care. Bastard. Anyway, wankers. Come round your house. I know. How dare they use These are real veterans. They can crack your neck. I know. I'm probably sure they could. Um, These guys need to be told there is only one true original VG crew. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. We don't care. Anyways, I sure hope all you're doing well. I have some musings to shoo. Uh, what do you think about the new NVIDIA cards being announced? Hmm, sorry, I just yawned there. Sorry, what was that? Seems like a lot of hot air about a graphic technology that NVIDIA invented itself, which no one uses, ray tracing. It basically allows some more realistic lighting, and I have to be honest, it does look rather nice. Maybe it was a bit of jealousy creeping in. Um, yeah, these new cards have been announced this week. You can pre-order the 1080, not 1080, 2080 now, isn't it? Uh, 2080 Ti for a whopping, I think it's about £1,100 or something like that it is, uh, for the new 2080, which is double the power of a 1080 card, apparently. Uh, and yeah, they uses this new ray tracing bollocks, which makes things look smoother, and they can finally do actual round things, rather than things that are like octagonal, or whatever it is that they have to do now to make it look round when it isn't really round at all. Sure. Uh, and it's a realistic idea. I mean, they did release this uh, Star Wars. Did you see the Star Wars thing with the Stormtrooper? And it did look like real life. It didn't look like a graphically done thing. So it is kind of cool. But it's just a lot of money for something, isn't it? Just to say. Yes, it's a lot of money for something. A lot of money. How much anyway, is it? Thousand, about £1,100 for the 2080 TR. Oh, <laughs> So it's just for just to pre-order it, it's about eight hundred quid for the twenty seventy. Fuck that. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're not cheap. These these new cards are not cheap, and they're they mahoosive. They're like enormous. I would have to cut the front out of my PC to fit one of them things. In. I'm, I'm never I'm never an early adopter of tech. Especially not these. The only good because thing like they'll they'll get smaller and cheaper eventually. Yeah, I was going to say the only good thing about this is that the older cards will obviously come down in price now, so they always reduce the price to the. And older nobody cards. cares about bitcoins anymore, so the whole price of the graphics card go down. Yeah, Duke, what yes. up, homie? What up? Uh, gonna get all political on you now. Go ahead, shoot. If Trump it gets impeached, could that be even worse for America than if Trump it sees out one term? 
I say this because you all got guns over there and trumpet fanboys are a bit screwy in the head. You could have a mini civil war. The South could rise again. I actually oh, wrote know. about this recently. Sorry, is there more to the question? There is a little bit more. A little Go bit ahead. more. Or, you know, Trumps will realize he's a bit more, bit off more than he can chew and be happy to step aside to spend more time golfing and coming, to, coming on to winning. Okay, he's never going to... Sorry, is there more? No, that's it. He's never going to have that decision. Um, Bill Maher says that he doesn't believe Trump's going to leave when it's time for him to leave, whether it's uh, two terms up, whether it's uh, someone else elected or whether it's impeached. I don't think he's going to get impeached. I don't believe the Congress is going to do that. Um, So I don't know. Now, the question of the Civil War is one that keeps coming up. I actually don't think it's very likely. I think that those of us on the smart side of the barricades understands and you know on my side of the barricades i should say it's not that the people on the other side are necessarily stupid they are but they're not necessarily stupid uh wow i think that we understand that war is an atrocity and we have to avoid wars and i think that for that reason um although yes i agree that trump's base is irrational and irrationally heavily armed um i don't believe there's going to be a civil war when he needs to leave office um, so no, I don't think it would be worse for him to be impeached because I think they're going to make a lot of noise, but ultimately it's not going to be, you know, anything too bad. Yeah. War, war is war would there be a civil war? Because they believe that any effort to take him out of office is an illegitimate usurpation of power. They think that, right. you know, he, I mean, look, he started lying as soon as the election happened. He said that 3 million illegal immigrants voted. And yeah. that was before he was even sworn in. And so there's this cloud of him saying outrageous stuff and they just believe all of it. And therefore anything, you know, his lawyer recently said that he ordered him to commit campaign fraud, which is an impeachable offense. He should be impeached by now. Right. But... And doesn't he break the law every day because he's still trading? Yeah, exactly. The emoluments clause in the Constitution. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I still don't think it's going to become a civil war. So that's the problem, though. How do we navigate this crazy scenario whereby some people believe he can literally do no wrong and the rest of the country saying this guy is bad for us, he he needs to go. Uh, It's going to be delicate and tricky. And I don't know how it's going to function. I, I don't believe in predictions anymore. After he got elected, I was like, well, that's it. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Is an impeachment likely? No, impeachment is not likely because the Congress is mostly Republican right now. And okay. after the elections that are coming up later this year, half of the Cong- – I guess it's like your um, House of Commons. Is that it? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yep. The House of yeah. Lords and the House of Commons, yeah, yeah. right? So our Senate is like your House of Lords. And the Senate is probably going to stay Republican, which means that they're not going to vote to impeach Donald Trump. And even Democrats are saying if they take back the Congress, they also will not impeach him because they're they're in conservative areas. They they face a lot of blowback if they talk about impeachment, which is insane because Bill Clinton got impeached because he got a blowjob from an intern. So the fact that Donald Trump lies every day, um, you know, dismantles everything designed to protect our environment and our economy and starts these idiotic trade wars, that's fine. But Donald Trump had sex with, you know, this other woman and then lied about it. So go figure. Bill Clinton had sex with a woman and lied about it. Yeah. What did I say? 
He said Donald Trump had oh, sex. Well, he had sex. Well, he's, he's kind of done that too. as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so nobody cares Trump. about that. He can do whatever he wants. He's Donald Trump, exactly. End of political segment. Anyway, a question for you all. Uh, what has been your game of the year so far? We already talked about this last week. I know we did. He's maybe I guess not we didn't talk week. about it very much, but all our guests did. Yeah, so no, game of the year so far. Shadow no, of War. Shadow of War. Chinny you. Uh, golf story. Well, yeah, Until good, Red good, Dead comes out. Exactly. Of course. Uh, and I'd probably say a way out at the moment, although God of War is pretty good and I haven't finished that yet. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he says, I must say that 2018 is shaping up to be very underwhelming. We had Zelda Breath of the Wild last year and this year. I guess only Red Dead can save this year. I mean, it's, been, it's not been terrible this year. There's some half-decent games out, hasn't it? I think it's been a decent year this year. Yeah, I do. I, don't, I think he's wrong about that. Maybe because he's still too busy playing Space Invaders. You know, oh, Armour is more of, a, more of a Nintendo gamer. So if you look at the Nintendo side of stuff, it's not been great. Yeah, well, you can't just base a whole year's gaming on Nintendo, can sure you? You, can. you live in Why your own not? world, don't you? So like, I guess, you know. I guess. Anyhow, take it easy, chaps. Cheers, Peace. Omar. Yeah, what a lovely guy. He is a lovely guy. You met him this week. You met him? He's a good lad. Impressive good stuff. Lad. Impressive stuff. Uh, right, that being said, uh, we've got an iTunes review this week, a new one. Oh, man. So yeah. yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, you want them iTunes reviews? And this is in the UK. This is in UK. Uh, I do check all countries, by the way. Well, all the, the I want sort of British to be about British. I do check America, Australia, and Canada. So I do check all of those. So if you live in one of those countries and you want to review us, I will still read them out because I do check. Uh, but anyway, this one's from uh, Wade Barrett Appreciation. So that's who this is from. And he says, it'll do five stars. <laughs> and nice. his, his review is this. It's just really pleasant. <laughs> so that's the whole thing. Is that it? Is that the whole that, review? That is, that is the review. Wow. Which is really pleasant. See, if I gave someone a review that was headlined, it'll do, and it's really pleasant. I don't know that I give them five stars. I mean, I appreciate the five stars. Don't get me wrong, but... It just hey, don't be trying to make him change his review. It's a matter of you. I'm trying to make him change nothing. I'm just saying. Pick a better headline or be more honest with your I like stars. it. I like that. It's, we're just really pleasant. Keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it simple. I like it. Uh, and that's it, really. So we've got to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Oh. So. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! So I'm going to start first. I'm going to start right off, off the top going, Chinny. It's your big week this week, man. Yeah, uh, it is a big week. It's going to be good. And I'm going to yeah. see you on Thursday and yeah. watch all that shit go down and find yeah. out what the first dance was and all that bollocks. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Can't wait. Go. So, big shout out to Chinny getting married and obviously the lovely Tara. Uh, yeah, having to actually get married to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Although, although he is a bit sexy and now he's more skinny, sort of svelte like form. Exactly. So. There you go. Sounds good. So it's my, and then when I get shout. married, everything's gonna change. It is you only get plastic sheets out once or twice a year if you're lucky. That's disgusting. I know it is. There you go. So that's my shout out this week is to the Chinny getting married and Tara obviously and all that bollocks. 
There you go. That's me done. Duke, over to you. Yeah, I'll shout out the Duchess because she rocks. She got me kettle corn at the farmer's market today. And I will shout out JP Snake because he got me uh, the guest. And I'll shout out Tara because she's going to tie the knot with Chinny. And I'll shout out Chinny because he's going to tie the knot with Tara. And I'll shout out Stu because we're going to play some Overcooked eventually, probably, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll shout out Yeah, Millie we should play our own game because Chinny's going to be away for so long. We should Millie, just carry on ourselves. Millie's going to uh, get her own place to live at some point. And so kudos Yeah, I'm going to kick her out tomorrow. And everybody listening, thank you for listening. And uh, Red Van Dan Man because he wrote that email that was important. And I appreciate him being honest with us. And I was honest with yep. him. And let's all be honest with each other. Yeah, I fucking hate you, Duke. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think that's it. Is that it? You've just got Chinny, I guess. Chinny, get out of here. Uh, yeah, uh, just uh, a big thank you to everybody who's been saying kind words and messaging me saying, wish you all the best and uh, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so thank you very much, everyone. And uh, when I come back, I'll see you at EGX. Can't wait. I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and that really is it. So we need to get the hell out of here. So thanks, uh, everybody. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Good show, people. Oh, we're just doing music? Okay, then I'll put Ministry back on. I think you should have that as your first dance. That'd be great. Yeah. Mm. Why not? Bit of Ministry. Get everybody head banging, you know, a bit of mosh in. Get a mosh bit going on the dance floor. Sorted. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I'll do that. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Oh, what's it? What's he called that song? The missing. See, we can make it a fit. Like Tara disappears halfway through the wedding. You're like, she, the missing. She's gone missing. Where is she? Let's well, see what you did there. It's, uh, you should be a writer. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I tried to make it fit. <laughs> Brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, so yeah, so that's it. I don't know what else to say, really. I'm a bit of a loss, you know, you know, because like well, maybe we can just end the show then instead of having yeah, to say maybe do that. If <laughs> you can't think of something to, to say, I don't why know not not talk? Yeah, just not that's never an anymore. option. Just keep talking, keep talking. Keep on talking. <laughs>